Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, extended family from coast to coast. We are coming to you live from Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. My name is Pastor Brad Silliker, joined today by Pastor David Filsinger, the the lead pastor of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Let me just say, we are very glad to be with you this morning and glad that you're here. Before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to go through a couple of very quick things. Have you liked our Facebook page yet today? Because... If you if the answer is no, then you should stop what you're doing right now and go to our Facebook page and click like. Not this post, but our page. And the reason for that is so that you get notified when we go live with any content, whether it's our Sunday morning uh, podcast or anything else that we might do. Also, there's a repeated version of this taking place on YouTube at 1 p.m., And so if you know someone that's not on Facebook, but they are on YouTube, get them to go to the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene or look for Sherwood online and they'll find us there and they can click subscribe. And there's a little notification bell right by that subscribe button. If you click that, you'll get notified as well on YouTube when we post content there. And if you'd like audio and just want to listen to our voices as you're driving, going about your day, whatever it is, uh, you can find us on any of your podcasts podcast players of choice. Again, just search up Sherwood Church of the Nazarene and we'll be there. Uh, So let's see what else. Folks, if you have any prayer requests, and I see already in chat that there's some extra prayers required today. Um, If you have prayer requests, please feel free to let us know in the chat, or you can reach out to us through our website, uh, www.nazpei, that's N-A-Z-P-E-I.com, and from there you can contact us. A couple of other really quick things, want to give a big shout out to my niece, Charlie, who's watching this morning all the way from Moncton, New Brunswick, and she's saying hello, so I've got to say hello. And if my mother just happens to watch today, Uh, Happy birthday, mom. I love you. If you're not watching, I take all that back. No, that's not true. I don't really. Happy birthday. Uh, Let's see. Pastor, how are you this morning? Well, I'm I'm finished my Tim Hortons coffee, my double-double, so I am good to go. I I was almost done with mine, but I'll get I'll get there someday. Uh, yes, you will. Want to also give a quick shout out, and Pastor, I'm sure you'll you'll speak to it as well. But from the uh, the home groups that are meeting this morning all over, good morning. We're glad that you're here from the fellowship hall downstairs meeting right now. Good morning. Uh, we're glad that you're with us online, Pastor. You were chomping at the bit this morning for our icebreaker question. Uh, yes, I was. I have struggled to find an answer in my own life. Now, if my wife is watching, I'm sure. Before we're done, she'll let me know. But the icebreaker here is, and I'm going to copy it and put it into chat for people that want to see, because we'd love for you to comment along with us this morning, uh, whether it's the icebreakers or when we're doing the smorp later or anything. Please talk to us. We would love to have some conversation back and forth. Um, The question is this. What is one quirky thing that you do that annoys someone else? So All right. Well, can I go first on that one? I can't believe that you have something. Well, uh, 
First of all, let, let me say this morning, I think your new haircut is kind of quirky. Oh. Okay, Mandy, uh, shots are fired. That seems like uh, pastor's taking a shot at you. My wife cut my hair, and I thought she did a fantastic job. Ooh. Well, it doesn't say it was good or bad. It was just a little quirky. Hmm. But anyhow, uh, I'll tell you what. Here's something that I do all the time that annoys my wife, and I know she's watching, and she will probably comment accordingly. But every time I go through Tim Hortons and I order my double-double, mm -hmm. I will say I would like a medium double-double well-stirred. Sure. And somehow that annoys her. And to me, it doesn't bother me at all because I learned the other day, and I don't know if this is the gospel truth, but apparently when they train the Tim Hortons workers, uh, they train them to put in the sugar or the cream or whatever, and they do not train them to stir it. That's not part of the equation. And on the wow. few occasions where I don't ask for well-stirred, all the sugar goes to the bottom. The top is just terrible, and the bottom is too sweet. So having said that, I, I always say uh, medium double-double, well-stirred. And, and that's my little quirk. For the day. I've done that for years. It continues to annoy my wife a lot, but I just ignore her and do it anyway. Oh, no. I was going to yes. stop you. I knew you couldn't just leave things alone. No, no. Not at all. Because she's in chat right now. She says, I'm sure she is. Be careful, my dear husband. Yes. Anyway, I've, we have a couch that you're more than welcome to sleep on tonight if you need to, Pastor. All right. Also, Tim Hortons, what is the, the training on making a coffee? I'm curious. It, well, I, I don't know that for sure. I just heard that secondhand. They don't train them to stir the coffee. They just train them to put the cream and sugar or whatever in. You, I think that there's only one thing left to do after putting those two things in is to give it a quick stir. Anyway. I know. I know. So I really don't know what quirky thing I do that annoys um, someone else. I think think I would have to choose, I don't know if it's quirky though. If I, if I, I think we've talked about this before, I have somewhere, uh, if I'm getting ice out of the ice cube tray, I don't immediately refill it. So if, if it's completely full and I take one or two or three, ma three maximum, if I take three ice cubes out, I don't immediately go and fill that ice cube tray. I put it back. I probably mm -hmm. wait till the tipping point of the halfway mark on the, the ice cube tray before filling it up. That seems to if annoy my wife. Uh, she would, now I will say this, she would fill it up if she took one ice cube out, but then that whole tray is ruined until that one ice cube freezes, thus annoying me. So there, I've chosen mine and Mandy's quirky thing this morning, and somehow I got myself in more trouble than you did. Oh, way more. Uh, feel free to come over if you need to sleep on a couch somewhere. <laughs> Thank you. It's good that we've got each other's backs when we're in the doghouse. Do. We do. Well, folks, we are going to uh, we're going to go into our daily declaration, uh, our personal declaration. But if there's something in your own life that's a quirk, let us know in the chat so we can have a, a chuckle along with you. But our declaration is just an opportunity for us to focus in together. And it says this. It says, today, I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory.
Pastor Dave. First of all, uh, let me say uh, welcome back from vacation, Pastor Bradley. It's great to have you oh, back home. It's so good. It's vacation was amazing, but it is it is very nice to be back and with with you and the people online. Wonderful. It's not much fun being in trouble by yourself. No, no. It's I've only been back how many hours, and I'm, we're both already in trouble. That's the way it should be. <sighs> Our call to worship this morning, listen to these words. We fix our eyes on you, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and King. Come fill our hearts with your endless love and send the wind of your spirit to blow new hope through our lives. Come light up our souls to rise in faith, to stretch out and take in your kingdom. Come pour your spirit upon us as we stand together as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Come lift up your heads and brush away the shadows of guilt and shine your grace into our minds. And so, Lord, we come to worship. We shake off the shackles of a fallen world and we join with heaven to sing your praise. We declare your goodness now and we celebrate your greatness forever. Amen. Amen. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. Uh, join where you are today. In, uh, in the prayer of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. This morning, as we uh, continue in our podcast, I want to just share a, a prayer request with all of you today who are watching. Uh, those of you who know uh, Pastor Stairs, mm. we call him Pastor Grampy Stairs. Uh, he is actually my father-in-law, and uh, he will be 94 years old coming up this October, wow. which is quite a milestone. Wow. But yesterday, uh, he had a fall and uh, broke his hip. Uh, he wasn't doing any, he assured me he wasn't doing anything <laughs> stupid, which is, is good. He wasn't up on a ladder or anything. He was the day before, but he, he was okay then. But he did have a fall. He broke his hip. Mm. He is uh, uh, going into surgery uh, this morning, probably around noontime, if not a bit before. And so he's resting comfortably, and they're going to rebuild his hip and put a new ball joint in. So that's good news for him. But obviously, at, uh, at 93, the, the factors are uh, significantly different than if he was a lot younger, but I know he would appreciate your prayers and, uh, and support this morning. So let's take a moment and pray for him mm -hmm. as uh, he awaits surgery in just uh, within the hour or so. Sure. So Lord, we thank you today that your watchful care is over us. I pray for Pastor Stairs this morning mm -hmm. that you would surround his hospital bed with the angels of heaven. Excellent. Give him your peace and your joy in the midst of these circumstances. I pray, Lord, for successful surgery. I ask, Lord, that you would restore and renew and rebuild his life, as it were, in these moments. Thank you for his testimony, his legacy, and his influence upon our church family. 
And so watch over him with your care and your kindness today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I believe uh, we have a worship song coming up. Yes, from Pastor Rianne called The River. Thank you, Pastor Rianne, for that beautiful song of worship this morning. We want to go where God is leading and guiding us. And uh, this morning, we're going to take a, a few moments for uh, some, some teaching time in terms of listening for God's guidance. One of the things we've been discovering uh, last week and really over the last number of months is that God is a God who speaks, He acts, 
He listens and he gives guidance and direction when we seek his face. And so this morning, uh, I, I want to invite you to just pick up your journal and a pen uh, and your Bible as well. We'll be uh, looking at James chapter one a little bit later in the podcast today, but uh, just uh, give us some practical directions and helps in terms of listening for the way God guides and leads our lives. And the good news today is that God gives specific direction to his people. In Psalm 32, 8, it says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and I will watch over you. What a great word this morning. I'm going to guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and I will watch over you. Mm -hmm. And so that's the Lord's word for us this morning. And the fact that he gives direction to his people God does not speak just in terms of generalities, but he gives specific guidance when we ask and when we seek his face. But having said that, the question that emerges this morning is, how do we receive and respond to or obey God's guidance and direction in our hearts and lives? How how do we interact with what God is wanting to do in and through us and guide us? Hmm. And so I'm going to give you uh, six Uh, quick little points this morning that uh, have been really helpful in my life, and I know will give you help and direction this morning. How do we receive God's guidance and direction for us? The first thing is that we need to submit to the will of God. Submission is always the entrance into hearing from God. And, And when we come to that place where we say, God, whatever you want, Uh, I am ready and willing. And oftentimes, um, we we want to just kind of hear God when we're in trouble or when we have a great need. But the point is that God wants to lead us and guide us in our daily life, our activities, and the decisions of life. And behind that, the, the real issue is whether or not we want God to be in control of our lives. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And so if we want to hear from God and get his direction, the first thing we need to do is submit to him. Secondly, secondly, we need to be in that place where we receive God's personal word to us. We call this the rhema word. So we submit and uh, then we receive and expect, expect that God is going to speak to us. So uh, in that particular vein, um, we certainly uh, hear God's voice to us in in prayer, um, when we're in the scriptures, as we go about our day, even as we are are sleeping, and it can be even in a a word of of God's presence uh, in, in in the night. And I know uh, on different occasions, it's been when I've been sleeping that God has spoken to me and given me a directive. So there's there's scripture that speaks to all of us and gives certainly direction, but there's God's personal word that comes to us in, uh, in that moment. And so whether we're going about our day, whether we're praying, whether we're in the scriptures, or even when we're asleep, God 
does speak to us and give us his word for our moment of season that we are in. Mm. Thirdly, there's that sense of, of confirmation. We, we expect uh, God to speak, and then we ask for that word of confirming. You know, uh, a lot of times we can be at a point where we think we're hearing from God, uh, but, but it's a really good idea to have that word confirmed. First of all, does that word uh, violate any scriptural principles? And if it does, it's not from the Lord. And we need to meditate on that and reflect on that and then ask the Lord, is this, is this word recurring over and over and over again? And if it is, then we have a sense that, yes, this is where God wants to lead us. And so we, we want that confirmation and ask for guidance in, in, uh, in reading the scriptures, but also receiving wise counsel and advice. Uh, a lot of times we go charging off and, uh, you know, go down a pathway, and we've not sought godly counsel or wisdom. And that's helping us to confirm God's word and God's presence in, in our hearts and lives. And so we can receive and have that word confirmed through godly counsel and wisdom. Hmm. And I have seen over the years when, when people go here uh, how God is faithful to that. And I also recognize the many times people have, have gone off and not listened and as a result have shipwrecked their lives and the lives of others. Hmm. And so part of what we're doing here is having that word confirmed in our hearts and in our lives. Fourthly, we want to ask God for specific guidance and direction. He may give us that personal word, but what does this mean? And how can we apply this in, uh, in my decisions and in my going forward? And so we want to ask God to reveal the, the process. What's the next step I need to take here, Lord? What's the next right thing that you want me to do? And so as the Lord uh, directed Gideon to deliver Israel, you know, he said, you, you know, basically you need to get your army down to about 300 men and uh, then you'll win the battle. And so he obeyed and God certainly uh, came through and brought the victory. So ask the Lord for that specific guidance and direction. Hmm. The other Key word here to receive direction from the Lord is wait for divine timing and God's timing. And here's where it gets a little bit tricky in the sense that uh, we are oftentimes in a hurry to, uh, to act. And let me say to you this, this this morning, God is never in a hurry mm. and we need to wait for his time even though we know we're doing what's right. And then finally, we are to obey. And uh, there's that point when God says, now's the time, and I want you to move forward. And so we have to act on that word, move in faith, and walk in obedience. And so hearing God is not some mystery, but it is practical, it is, it is accountable, it is directive in terms of God will take your hand and he will lead you if you seek his heart. But it begins with submitting and ends up with obeying. 
Submit, expect, confirm, ask, wait, and obey. And God will be faithful to his word. Yep. As I was reflecting on this particular uh, just moments of teaching here this morning and, and recalling the circumstances of my own life, I can tell you this right up front. The times that I have walked in God's guidance and direction uh, have been the most blessed times in my life. And where I haven't given that the time and attention is when I've gotten off into the ditch. And so I just want to share one example with you. I, I remember, uh, again, as even as a small boy, knowing God's call to the ministry. And I would have been 19 years old at this point in my journey and really seeking the Lord's direction in terms of where to go to school and and the major decisions around that and what that looks like. And I remember it was about this time of year and happened to be in a Sunday evening service in, in a Church of the Nazarene in Kennedy Road, Toronto. And uh, the preacher that night was Dr. Alex McLean. He wasn't the pastor, but he was one of the key leaders in the church. And he preached, and uh, his text that night was out of Isaiah, where the word of the Lord came and said to Isaiah, this is the way, walk in it. Do not turn to the left or to the right. And in that moment, God's rhema word, God's personal word for me just became clear, and it was confirmed, and uh, it was it was right in the center of God's will. And in submitting to that and obeying that word has set the course for my whole life. And, uh, you know, as I look back, there are no regrets for obeying what God has called me to do. And so it's different. The circumstances are different. But God's, God's word, his rhema word, is confirmed and it is uh, reliable and you can set your sail on God's direction. Even though the circumstances may change, God's word in our heart will stand forever. And so, uh, Pastor Bradley, yes, sir. Uh, can you share a, a time when you really sense God's direction and guidance for you? Wow. So uh, when we were talking before, I, I was saying that I thought I would share about how the Lord called us here to Sherwood. And it was so interesting to go through these steps. And he, he brought me kind of to the same place he brought you, though, which is I was, I want to say, 15, 16, somewhere, in, somewhere in, in that age. And I could take you right to where I was. But when, when the Lord spoke to me as, as loudly as he's ever spoken to me, it was the one time where I could say I, I, if I could hear his voice, that was probably it. But it was the call into ministry, and and it was uh, we got to actually share uh, a little while ago with uh, with Rose Brower Young how how there was a ministry that she started that was influential in bringing me to the place where I was willing to submit to God's will in my life, and it was through that 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 I received a personal word from the Lord where He called me and He and and the word I can remember the words were Bradley. Don't forget what it's like to be a teenager because I want you to I want you to teach them about me. And that might not sound like a call to ministry, but it was something that happened in my heart where I knew what he was calling me to. 
And and then I like I could go through every one of these steps and go and and give example of exactly how he led me to where I am right now. And you know, people that came along and confirmed what I sensed the Lord speaking to me time and time again, asking the Lord for guidance and direction, like when we moved to Sherwood, because, um, you know, ministry was going well in Oxford, but the Lord started to speak to us and and say, I've got something new for you. And I had no idea what it was. So we were asking, Lord, what is what guidance do you have? And then there was the waiting. If my call to ministry, there was a season, and we can share this another time, but you know, you know, my wife knows, and many do, but there was a long season of waiting for me to, uh, to become the person that he called me to be. And I got in my own way. I think a lot, a lot of, a lot of the reason I had to wait was, was me sabotaging myself, but that's another story for another time. And, and, and then when I would obey and just do what he called me to do and be who he called me to be. So, you know, he called me when I was a teenager and I could sense and, and I went through all of these steps. But I went through all of these steps again when it came to coming to Sherwood, you know, and, and different moments. And, and it all begins, like you said, with submission. And, and then you go through this process and it ends with, if you've, you know, you got to obey. So, um, you know, the call to ministry would be my example there of, of a specific time that I could point where, where God spoke to me and I received his guidance and direction. And that has been an anchor point in, in my faith and my journey when there have been doubts, when things come up, when I've sabotaged myself and I wonder, was this real? I go back to that moment and, and many moments. Um, yeah, that would be my, that'd be my take, Pastor. All right. Thank you. And I, I think the the reminder this morning is that these steps um, are not once and done, but they are a yeah. recipe That's right. and a formula for life. Yes. So this is, this is an ongoing process that we have to go through. And, and I want to uh, just to say uh, to those who are watching this morning, uh, again, if you have your journal and your pen, uh, I want you to just write down uh, a couple of suggestions here of some of the areas in your life where you may want to begin to ask God for guidance in ways that you have not before. Mm. Uh, it could involve the spiritual growth and development of your children. Yeah. It could involve your finances in relation to giving and saving and spending it could be in the area of your devotional life and what that means for you and what God wants for that. It could be in your relationships and in particular, your marriage. And God wants to give direction and guidance uh, in these. This is only a these are only suggestive. There's many more things for sure. But at the end of the day, uh, Oftentimes I've observed where, where God is useful when I'm in trouble and in over my head. Oh, God, help me mm. get out of this one. And then he gets us out of that jam, so to speak. And then we pick up our lives and go on our merry way uh, with disregard to God's guidance and direction. Yeah. And we try to figure it out with human wisdom, human understanding, and as a result, we, uh, we find ourselves over and over again uh, facing uh, challenges and issues that otherwise uh, would have been resolved. 
Yep. So I want to just get back to that place of submission today. Mm. This is about whether or not Jesus is the Lord of your life and he is controlling your life and leading you and guiding you, or whether he is just an add-on for an occasional experience and an occasional uh, get out of uh, jail free. And so uh, this is really important that God wants to give us specific guidance. And and I don't want to, don't hear what I'm not saying this morning. Hmm. Um, you know, this is not about God circumventing common sense and uh, what, what we should eat for breakfast and what we should wear today. Uh, you know, we can figure that out for sure. But in the, in the realm of relationships and decisions and the meaning and the purpose of my life, the question is, am I submitting to God's guidance and am I receiving his direction for my life? And let me say again, when that's in play, God's blessing and favor go before us. It doesn't mean that uh, we don't find ourselves in deep waters and difficult circumstances. Yep. We find his presence. We know his heart. We've heard his word and it's confirmed in us and even through others. Mm -hmm. So let me encourage you this morning to uh, listen for and walk forward in God's guidance in your life. Pastor Bradley, I think we have some announcements. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes, you have. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the Sherwood Online Ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene happening here live on Facebook every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a repeated version on YouTube at 1 p.m. Please make sure that you like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And don't forget to comment in chat. We love hearing from you. If you want to stay connected with what's going on at the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene throughout the week, please remember that on Mondays at 9.30 a.m. and Thursdays at 9.30 a.m., there is a prayer and encouragement ministry happening online through Zoom with Deb Christie. The Zoom meeting ID for that is 902-368-8484. So just put that in and she will bring you into the meeting uh, when she can. Don't forget Sundays, if you would like to take part in the Fellowship Hall gathering, there is a sign-up form for that, and that is available through our website, naspei.com. Again, that's N-A-Z-P-E-I.com, and you can click the link to, to sign up for that and take part. Now, my favorite thing, or uh, it's, it's called paintball, but what I like to call it is therapy. Paintball for me is therapy, folks, because throughout the course of the year, teenagers get on you and bother you sometimes. And so you go to the paintball, you take them to paintball so you can shoot them and, mm. and get, you know, anyway, I'm just kidding. But we've got the Live Fire Youth Paintball coming up September 5th, and that's happening at Spike's Paintball. And the address is 918 PE25, and that's in York. Now we're going from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. The cost is $20 and unless you want more paintballs. So if you go through 100 paintballs, which is what you get for 20 bucks, if you need more, then bring money for that. You can sign up online for this paintball event or therapy event if you're a pastor. And, the, and you can just go to our website for that, naspei.com, and the link is on the main page. So sign up now, and please uh, let me know if you're coming. It's going to be a blast. I want to thank you again just for, uh, for continuing to give with tithes and offerings and your faithfulness in that. There's a few ways that you can do that, and one is e-transfer us at 
office at naspei.com. That is the email that you can e-transfer to. You can give online through our website, naspei.com. Just click the link, give online, and there's multiple ways you can do that. You can do it through your phone. You can do that through your tablet, uh, your computer, whatever you would like. We also do take debit, credit, and cash, but we just ask that you would please call the church office at 902-368-8484, and we can arrange to meet you there. And again, just want to uh, say thank you so much for your faithfulness as you continue to worship the Lord through giving. If you've been enjoying the SMORP and would like to make it a part of your daily routine, it is available. The document for August, which is almost done and dusted, is available through our website, naspei.com. And from there, you can click the link for the SMORP and have it for yourself to use daily. Want to ask you to continue to pray with us for our healthcare workers, those that are called upon to make difficult decisions during these days, those in government, those uh, in leadership within you know our pastors that are making decisions and our boards that are making decisions. Please continue to pray for all of those in leadership. And Pastor, those have been your announcements. All right. Thank you, uh, Pastor Bradley. Uh, how many more paintballs are you going to buy? I've just I've been saving up all year. Okay. Saving money, not paintballs, saving money to buy more paintballs. All right. So another 20 will get you another 100. Mm -hmm. All right. If not more. So when it's all said and done, (laughs) you will uh, feel really good. Do you you think we could make a new line in the the giving that's called Brad's Therapy that people could give to? Folks, if you want to give to Brad's Therapy Fund, you can donate now. It will all get converted (laughs) into paintballs. Well, I, I don't know what we can do more than that. Nope. You put it out there and see what happens. There you go. All right. Uh, just, uh, again, a a, uh, a shout out this morning to those who are meeting in home groups. Uh, we've got uh, groups in Morrell, Scottsford, two in Brackley, Charlottetown, and uh, there's one more, and I'm trying to think where it is. Maybe I've got them all covered, but uh, whether or not you're in a group or just by yourself, thank you for taking the time uh, to join us today. Mm -hmm. In terms of uh, the fall season, and it's coming shortly, today, of course, is the 23rd of August, and old home week that never was has come and gone, (laughs) and as usual, summer's over, and the weather's changed. Whoa, summer's not over. Whoa, 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 Pastor, summer's not over. Okay. All right. We still have time. Don't do this to us. All right. I won't. I won't. But oh. uh, we're uh, we're heading for uh, back to school and all of the things that uh, we can uh, expect in the fall. Uh, next week, uh, there will be announcements that begin to uh, roll out in terms of the fall season and what mm-hmm. that looks like uh, for our ministry together. So continue to pray. Some major decisions will be made this week. Mm. And so uh, pray for us as we uh, as we get ready to uh, engage the next season of ministry uh, together. And so uh, other than that, uh, I'll not say any more. Uh, so I will uh, have some directives uh, and communicate that to you uh, in uh, within the next week. So again, continue to pray that the Lord would give us guidance mm-hmm. just as we... Um, talked about earlier. And that is true corporately as well as personally. So we submit and we listen and we expect and we obey 
and hear God's word for uh, our church as the fall season begins. I believe we have a worship song. Pastor Ian again. Thank you, Pastor. That's awesome. With your will be done.
It's interesting that Jesus submitted to the will of the Father before he gave up his life. Hmm. And if Jesus needed to submit to the Father, how much more do we need to walk in that place of submission to God? Mm -hmm. Not my will, but your will be done. I want to invite you to turn with me in your Bibles this morning to James chapter 1. Uh, the the smorp, uh, Sunday smorp today certainly continues to uh, reinforce what we heard earlier this morning. And so uh, this is a, a time of, of discovery, a time of listening, and an opportunity for obedience. So I'm going to read from the New International Version of the Bible. It will come up on your screen as well, but follow along as we go to James chapter 1, the first 18 verses. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like the wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from God. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even though they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, having stood the test. That person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full-blown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of firstfruits of all that he created. And reading to the end of verse 18, this is the word of the Lord this morning. Thanks, Thanks be, to be to God. As we uh, take a few moments for our, our Sunday SMORP today, of course, SMORP is an acronym uh, for scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And it's a, it's a way to engage with God, his word, and to listen to his voice. And so 
part of the, the discovery this morning is asking the right kinds of questions. What words, phrases, or observations stand out in this passage to you? And uh, as, I, as I was preparing for this today, I, I circled a number of words very, very quickly. Uh, the word ask, the word believe, the word expect, the word humble, and then every good and perfect gift is from above in verse 17. And then the last word that uh, got my attention was the word first fruits. Hmm. And so, uh, I mean, this, this is a rich passage to work with for sure. Uh, but those particular words uh, just, just jumped out at me. I circled them and made note of them. Uh, Pastor Bradley, what are some words that uh, grabbed your attention well, today? If I can, I'll... Um... It says words, phrases, or observations. So I'm going to I'm going to yes. go with an observ. I'm going to go with an observation Great. this time. And I don't know. I think I've caught it before, but it just kind of jumped out at me this time. Was at the very beginning, it, we see that there is a um, a process of uh, of starting from trials to maturity and growth. And so there's this process that takes place for our good. And then at the bottom, there's also a process in which sin leads to death. And, and so I see there's two things taking place. There's during trial, well, I'm getting into the message, but the observation I see is, is a process for good in the face of trials or a process for evil in the face of trials and sin and death. That was an observation for me, at least. Okay. Um, any comments that people may have written at this point? Oh, that's right. That's my job. Uh, no, nothing, nothing no. yet. Folks, please okay. feel free if something stands out to you uh, to let us know through the comments and we will try to make mention of it. Okay. So, Pastor Bradley, what does this passage tell us about the nature and the work of God? Well, okay. So, at the very end, uh, what this is one of my favorite pieces of scripture, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like the shifting shadows. One of my prayers with my children every night is, is thank you, Lord, for every good thing you've given us today. And I see a, I see a good God that loves his children and wants to do good for them. I, and that also the part where it says about asking for wisdom this jumped out at me in terms of his character. Um, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. Mm. And I thought, wow. He, when I ask for wisdom, he's just ready to give it to me. And he doesn't look at all the mistakes, at everything that I've... Because he could definitely look at the faults. But he, he doesn't. And, and he gives generously. And I just, you know, it's going to sound cliche because, especially because it's a song, but he is a good, good father. Mm. And to me, that's, that's what I see. All right. One of, one of the great struggles that people have in terms of, of Christian faith is that they have an inaccurate view of God. Mm. And one of the things that this tool helps us to do is discover the truth about who God is. Yep. And until that is clearly affirmed in our lives, we will have all kinds of misconceptions 
and preconceptions mm-hmm. about the work and the nature of God that are not biblical and that are not true. Yeah. And so we find here uh, the nature and work of God is very clear and very uh, uh, direct, if, if I could use that word. Uh, one of the things that, that I noticed here, in addition to uh, the wonderful things you brought out, Pastor Bradley, is the fact that God is unchangeable. Mm. And he he doesn't go around uh, changing his mind, and um, uh, you know uh, he he doesn't take an opinion poll on what he should do. Yeah, because he already has established his word, and he's also uh, not the author of temptation, and so yeah, that, that's huge. that's pretty clear as well. And he certainly um, is is a God who speaks and communicates. Uh, that's part of uh, his nature and his character. And you brought it out so well, the generosity of God mm. is in this particular passage. Hmm. And so, you know, uh, I'm sure that you'll uh, find some of those things as you're reading along with us this morning. But if there's something else that jumps out at you, you know, just put it in, uh, in the chat room today and share that with us. Is there a scripture I could begin to memorize well, I'm going to suggest verse 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, yep. coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Mm. Wow. Our world is changing. Everything's going crazy. But every good and perfect gift is from above, yep. coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Wow. And, you know, we're coming into a season now when the sun is starting to go down a little sooner and the shadows are getting increasingly long. And uh, that's not where God is. Mm. He does not change like they do. So I want to encourage you to memorize verse 17 with us this week. Uh, Hide it in your heart and God will bring it to life in, uh, in your circumstances. So having said that, then what's the message? What, what's God saying to you this morning? And for me, you know, what's God saying to me? Uh, is there a word of correction, uh, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? We already talked about that. And uh, here's what I want to share with you for my heart today as you listen for your heart. And I I really sense the Lord um, saying to me to listen for his guidance, not for the purpose of isolating me from the trials and temptations of life, but for the purpose of strengthening my faith and perseverance while under trial and difficulty. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not listening for God to get me out of the problem, but I'm listening for God's guidance to give me strength, wisdom, and revelation to face whatever trial there may be. And that's for the purpose of strengthening my faith and building my character and enabling me to persevere uh, forward in, in life and in relationships and in decisions. And, you know, we're, we're in a, a season unlike we've never been before. And, uh, 
you know, as I've said before, there's no book on my shelf that says how to lead a church and how to pastor a group of people in a season of uh, COVID-19. It's not there. And more than ever, I am relying on God's revelation and wisdom and guidance as, uh, as, as my responsibility to lead God's people unfolds. And so it's not about, Lord, get us out of the situation, but Lord, what is it you want to do in my heart and in my life so that I may persevere and my faith will be strengthened even when all the circumstances have changed? And so that's, that's what I'm hearing in this passage yep. for me today. Pastor Bradley. I think for me, and I said it um, through the scripture port part, was that what the Lord's showing me, and, and he brought me to the scripture too from uh, Deuteronomy 30, oh, um, verse 19. You know you know the word here. Um, I've set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Mm-hmm. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him, for the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land. He swore to you. And so... Th- the Lord is bringing me to the, you know what? Trials are going to come. And the part that jumped out at me is what, whenever you face trials of many kinds, uh, sometimes we go through stuff and we're like, well, we're not going through the same things as people, you know, all this. But trials come in all kinds of different ways, shapes, sizes, and everything. And it's different for you than it is for me and the people that are watching. The trials that you go through are different than mine. And, but trials will come. And, and how we handle those trials... Um, uh, to me, I see, I see, like I said, for me, it is because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. When a trial comes, there's an opportunity for the Lord to do a work in me, to grow me into what he's created me to be, or there's a, or there's an opportunity for me to decide, no, I'm Lord of my life. And, and I'm going to doubt what God says and let that pattern and that, that process take heart. And, and we see later that it, uh, that that leads that leads to sin. It leads to death, and so for me, the message is this: is to choose life in the face of trials, and and to listen for His voice, and to His voice, and to obey, uh, and to not doubt, and to be single-minded, focused on Him, make Him Savior and Lord. Right. Thank you, uh, Pastor Bradley, and. And again, if you're at home, just jot these thoughts down. And if you'd like to share them in the in the chat room, please feel free mm-hmm. uh, to do that today. The next uh, part of SMORP, of course, is obedience. What what what's my response to all of this? What's the next right thing God wants me to do? And in this particular passage, uh, I outlined a number of key words, uh, ask, expect, uh, believe, and so on. And, and that comes to me here this morning. Uh, the next step of obedience is to ask him for guidance and wisdom, yeah. to believe that he is going to respond, and then expect that he will. And so it's, it's a part of, those are things that I need to do. Uh, I'm to ask, I am to believe, mm-hmm. and I am to expect. And so that formula, as it were, is, is, is a part of what God wants from me going forward. And so 
Uh, Lord, I am asking today for your help and guidance here. I am believing that you will bring that rhema word to me and to us. And I'm expecting that. And I'm going to walk in faith and believe. But here's the key. Here's the key. There's that little word humble in verse yep. nine. And I don't want to, I don't want to take it out of context, but there is that sense of humility in hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. So it's not about going around with this little sign that says, I hear God's voice, just look at me. It's about living graciously and humbly before God and one another, but deep in our heart, knowing that we know that we know that God has spoken. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask for that. I'm going to believe for that. And I'm going to expect that and walk in humble faith. So, so that, that uh, sequence is, is, is certainly a step of obedience uh, for me as we move forward. Pastor Bradley, any step of obedience you want to share? I think you, you summed it up pretty well, but if I put it in my own words, it would be the fact that, you know what? I haven't done everything right. I've made decisions that haven't always been what should have happened. And and I have lacked wisdom at times. And so if the Lord doesn't find fault and will give wisdom when I ask, then I need to get over myself and ask the Lord, Lord, I, I need to know. I, speak to me and then believe when he does and, and act on it. So, I, yes, sir. All right. Again, as we look at this particular tool, it, it, it's integrated, it's practical, and it sets our direction in a positive way. And part of that, of course, is repentance and writing out any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. Why? So that we're turning away from sin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and we've seen what that looks like in this passage because it brings death for the purpose of walking in holiness. That's what God's heart is for each and every one of us. So where is that shift? Where is that transformation? Where is that moment where, where God does his work in us? Not that we uh, learn more, but we find his character formed in our lives and in our relationships and in our hearts. And as I wrote down my point of repentance today, I, I confessed very quickly. I wrote this down, Lord, I confess that so many times I've walked in doubt and fear. So often I've relied on my wisdom to sort things out and not sought your guidance. Hmm. And I know that God comes to us even when we mess up, and that's good news. That gives all of us hope. But that's a point of confession where, where I have sought to figure it out on my own and seek my own wisdom yeah. and not God's guidance. And may the Lord uh, help me here in new ways. I think for me, it would be the fact that what I would repent of and confess is that there have been times when I haven't wanted to humble myself to the process, that I wanted to jump ahead and not wait and so learning to, learning to submit to him in the process, um, I haven't always been awesome at. And, and he's teaching me and showing me. And, and you've helped me uh, actually, Pastor, a lot in that in coming here. And, um, 
so yeah, that's, that would be something I would confess and, uh, I'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, anything that you may want to share from the chat line up to this point? Um, if not, we'll conclude with the point of prayer. No, there's, there are some, um, there are some comments here, you know, Scott, Pastor Scott, I love that God's word makes it clear that he will not tempt us with evil. Um, let's see here. Uh, Georgina Vardy is um, the message. When I doubt I'm, when I, when I doubt I'm making choices out of fear, like those that are lost and have no belief in the one true God. Uh, let's see, Deb Jadis. Today I hear to choose obedience without conditions. Hmm. <laughs> That's big right there. Wow. That, that, that'll preach. Yeah. For sure. Thanks, Deb, for sharing that. Yes. The last part of SMORP, of course, is thanking the Lord for all of his blessings. Thankfulness always uh, takes us directly into the presence of the Lord. Uh, you don't have to uh, stop along the way. It, it goes right to where he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly there's much to pray for, and no doubt you're praying for family and friends and loved ones, and write down those prayers, uh, continue to keep uh, those things before the Lord. But I want to say this morning that I'm thankful that God's heart towards me is that of generosity. (laughs) Amen. Oh, my goodness. You know, God is not a tightwad, and he's not stingy. And he's not looking to um, get by on the minimum, mm-hmm. but he has given us his all in his son. What a generous God we love and serve today. Any thoughts, Bradley, of a prayer of thankfulness for you? Um, there was a gentleman uh, from the Oxford Church that every time he would pray, he, he would say, God's been some good to us. Or God's been some good to me. You could always count on that. And my prayer of thanksgiving is, God, you've been some good to me and my family. And I'm very grateful. Awesome. I believe we have a worship song. Pastor Rianne, Nothing But the Blood.
Thank you for spending time with us this morning. For those who are in close relationship with Christ today, keep walking forward in faith and obedience. If you're searching today for spiritual truth and understanding, keep seeking and keep searching for Christ is closer than you know. If you're filled with fear and anxiety today, I offer the peace, the shalom of Christ to you. His promise is that he will never leave you or forsake you. Maybe today you have become distant in your walk with the Lord. He is inviting you to come home. He's waiting for you with open arms. And maybe today you're watching and you do not know Christ as your personal Savior. I want you to know that he knows your name. And there's no better time than right now to open your heart to him and invite him to be the Lord of your life. Call to him and he will answer. Thank you for joining us again today. And a reminder that all of our contact information is posted online. Reach out and connect with us. Uh, more and more people are doing that. We'd love to pray for you and with you and pray that God would bless you and those that you love on this Sunday. And just uh, one final word, uh, and I'm not sure, uh, Pastor Stairs, Pastor Grampy, if you're watching this morning from your hospital bed, and if you're still there, uh, we are praying for you today and know that God's hand will watch over you as you prepare for mm -hmm. surgery. Thank you to all who have sent in prayers and notes uh, during these last 24 hours, uh, sense God's presence and peace in the midst of it all. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Pastor Bradley. Yes, sir. How shall we exit? Gracefully, if possible. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending the last hour and change with us. It has been a great time together. We really appreciate that you've been uh, commenting in the chat. Appreciate those that have been liking the Facebook page and, uh, and we see those that are, are sharing. I, I didn't mention this at the beginning, so I'll make mention of it now. If you would be willing to, a great way that you can actually help us and partner with us in getting the gospel out in this form is to click the share button on Facebook. Uh, it really is that simple and it posts this video to your Facebook page which then any of your friends uh, would be able to see it it doesn't force it on them but they could click in and watch as well so if you could click the share button that would be great and then when you comment right beside your name it will say the words sharer so you you know can you feel you can feel really good about that as well to have that extra little title uh, in the comments and so, folks, for any and all questions or comments or anything that you'd like to know about the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, please head on over to www.nazpei.com. And from there, you can find out all about us. You can contact us through the website as well. So, as we like to say here, until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy.